This is the mail of the internet, and it's that time, baby. It is time for the funniest guy at work. You know that's right, with the great Brandino and Giblet. And here's your host, the man who hangs out in the kitchen and parties, baby, Nate Star. Welcome, everybody, to the funniest guy at work. We are simulcasting. Uh, if you're watching us live, on Facebook with uh, with the Brain Supreme Giblet, uh, Mahalo. Uh, otherwise, you are listening to us a week from now, where all of the references to today's top stories will be stale. So yeah, <laughs> uh, we talk about the news, pop culture, and everything else that is on our minds. And when I say we, I'm talking about my friends. Introducing first the soul of Motown. We call him Dino. Dino, good evening to you, sir. Good evening. Um, hi, Facebook Live. Uh, I'm going to be real weird and self-conscious more than usual now. Um, so uh, look forward to me being a weird, awkward dummy all night. Thank well, you. Let it be fair. This is it's the same. It's actually double our normal listenership. <laughs> but uh, it's, you know, just now live. Like the golden yeah, age of radio. Live, yep, live performance, and I don't I'm have sorry. my cue. I'm my, sorry. my normal cue card guy is gone tonight. Um, because <laughs> it's we we this is actually a scripted show. Not many people know that. <laughs> Very tightly, highly read. Real, it's, it's we write we write every single um and er and um and <laughs> every chair squeak is planned. With, yep. With yep, totally it's right amazing. down to the second. Right yeah. down to the second. Um, I'm actually getting a note from our director that says your voice isn't reedy enough tonight. Um, so I'm gonna dial that up a little bit. Is that better? Is that better, Dave? I think your voice more reedy, Dave. You know. I uh. So, so yeah, that's uh. So yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, I will try not to be a super weirdo. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's Dino and. Uh, also, as obviously, uh, the fact that we're seeing, you know, you're seeing him live right now on the Fats Abok, uh, we are talking with uh, the brain from D.C. Uh, we call him Giblet. <laughs> Hi, and hello to the people who are currently watching. Matt, it is great to see you here. Matt is at work, and we're just on in the background, so we are literally the funniest guys at work at at least one location tonight. Yeah, at and, school. Yeah, right. Jesse Rogers wishes that he could be around, but he can't. But he thinks that this is great. And uh, so, you know, it's cool to see some people. And, you know, hopefully this isn't, like, a waste of your time. But anyway. <laughs> that's, that's exactly who we – that's that's our key demographic. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> people who uh, want to waste their time. They listen to yeah, that. I have, I have, I have eighty-eight minutes to kill. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, God, I just, oh, I'm looking for something in the in the neighborhood of people who really like Star Trek. I just, uh, where can I find that? Where's that at? I'd like, I'd like to watch a visibly drunk man talk to his friends for an hour and a half. <laughs> the mood for that. Oh, God. Yeah, I guess I'll just have to watch two broke girls again. But not tonight. Uh, no, now you've got three broke men. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is uh, 
I just I feel I feel dirty for doing that. I, uh, yeah. Well, you should. <laughs> That's fine. Well, now you. you also owe Chuck Lorre a hundred dollars. I do. I do. Or a back rub. He's very. He's. It's either one. That's actually on uh, every one of his stupid vanity cards at the end of every one of his stupid shows. <laughs> it's in the small print on the bottom. If you sing my songs, I, you either owe me a hundred dollars or a back rub. Yep. Yep. It's like some weird rule. Like so. <laughs> hey, if you touch my Sega. You gotta give me a hundred dollars. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it it, it didn't it, on his first show, which uh, was called "People Farting into Their Own Mouths." Um, <laughs> it ran on CBS for a hundred years. Um, uh, the, he his first vanity card was on C, uh, season one, episode three, mm-hmm. and it said, "You owe me a hundred dollars or a back rub." And it's been on there every ever since every Thank show. Every show. People farting into their own mouths. Total classic. Um, four dumb dildos living in one house. Great, great, great. Oh, that, that was a big one. That was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I remember that was on um, the There was uh, generic sitcom 2. Um, mm-hmm. There was generic sitcom 3, but with science words. Yep. Um, and, and I then, think, uh, what, what's, his, what's his other one? Um, uh, what's, what's the one I'm thinking of? Oh, yeah. Four dumb dildos live in a house again. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a re. It was kind of a kind of a spinoff. Yeah, yep. yeah, I remember that. They just had a different house. Yeah, just a different. They what they're like. Oh, we got this new house, and then everybody wooed when they walked in. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. So it was. Uh, uh, welcome back to We Hate Chuck Lorre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is. Uh, there's some uh, some stuff was underneath there. A little salty. A little salty about it. For no reason. Tonight. <laughs> that's I mean, the thing. That, that's that's the vessel for my saltiness this evening. <laughs> it was uh, the mere mention of uh, oh, Chuck Lorre. <laughs> uh, podcasting is not a visual medium, so you can't see me, but I'm, I just look like Grumpy Cat now. <laughs> <laughs> nice, fantastic. So it's been a it's been a big week in the news. Yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. you guys would chime in with like, oh yeah, Haram. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm just, I'm, I can't anymore. I can't. It's, it's, it's all too real now. It's all too real. Hey, uh, hey, Judy Donkers. Hey, Emily. Emily, I don't know what you mean when you type 1.75. The answers were one or two. It's a oh, binary okay. system, Emily. It's a binary system. Binary <laughs> system. It's uh, there's always one in the bunch. Stop, or, stop being that thing that you do. <laughs> that thing, anyway, that thing you do. I. Uh, Which was a great movie. It is a great movie, and it's a great, <laughs> great three, uh, great theme song. So the song, oh yeah, it's fantastic. Yep. Great tune. You know who? You know who had no, absolutely no hand in that movie? Chuck Lorre. Nope, not a, not even. He didn't even go see it. That was Chuck nope. Lorre. He was like. Guys, that's not for me. Guys, Matt says that explaining Trump to Canadians is a full-time job. You agree or disagree? I don't think so. They've never seen like Superman or like, <laughs> yeah, like uh, like they have no idea who like the bad guy was in Batman Returns. Like not, not uh, uh obviously the Penguin, but I mean like uh, uh Christopher Walken's character. Yeah, yeah, you know. A shrewd, evil businessman. 
hellbent on wanting to take over the world. So, you know. Or you just be like this, like, all right, picture somebody with a Jersey Shore tan who uh, is a, it's a, he's a villain. He's literally a shitty villain. Because he could be thwarted if there was a good superhero. Yeah. So for yeah for for our Canadian people, just I know this is going to be a stretch. Imagine someone who isn't polite. <laughs> now, imagine someone who is also not only not polite, but also um, hates everything that you personally stand for, <laughs> and would sooner spit on you than shake your hand because you're poor. That's what he is. Or, like, imagine that your prime minister got hit by some sort of toxic sludge and turned orange and went insane and became hideous and doughy. Yeah. And went yep. by the name Orange Dough. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Imagine, imagine, if you will, a leather coat. And now, an evil racist wizard brought it to life. <laughs> my uh, friend, uh, my Facebook friend Lauren, who's currently watching the show, is in New Zealand. She is a she is a New Zealander, and she says that all she's been doing this week is trying to explain Trump to New Zealanders. Lauren uh, lived here for a couple of years, and she just recently moved back to New Zealand. So, all the way over there in New Zealand, they are struggling with understanding what we are struggling with understanding right here in our home country um yeah it's for new zealanders let me put it this way um not necessarily sauron because the lord of the rings movies were filmed there but like remember the dude um the 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 steward of gondor him just this (laughs) kind of craven that's a good one like craven butthead who's so concerned with his legacy and, like, all the crap he has that he just doesn't, like, see the future or see the forest for the trees. It's that guy. Steward, I, I'm, I'm going to stop trying to, like, skirt around it that I that I know the character's name. His name is Denethor, son of Denethor. Um, I'm a nerd. Well, I, I mean, they had to have listened to this show. <laughs> like, somebody, somebody had to have an idea. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, uh, yeah, or, you know, like, uh, the T-Rex that hosts, uh, Claymation Christmas. I mean, you know, just, uh, oh. orange, just an orange uppity prick. Lauren, yeah. Lauren approved of your analogy, Dino. She is going to steal it for her use in New Zealand. <laughs> there Excellent. you go. Worldwide. I just, uh, I, I just, uh, I just, again, it's not a visual medium, but I just doffed my cap at Lauren. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> cap, do- cap doffing. But uh, yeah, so I mean, it's uh, I honestly uh, there was a small part of me that I was hoping like a dog was gonna get elected, like they were gonna like it was gonna be like Air Bud or something or like Hand yeah. of the Chimp, and uh, <laughs> uh, my, uh everybody they uh, they went against it and elected a monkey. I feel good. I was actually hoping that I would just wake up and it would be November 7th. <laughs> like, this, this just all been a bad, like, a real shitty dream. There's still time. 
but still tired. <laughs> you there, boy! What day is it? It's November 8th, sir! Oh. Go and fetch me the biggest ballad they have. <laughs> I'll, tell the, I'll tell the people. What is this biggest tea, sir? Yes, yes, we've been over this in another show. I'll tell the people watching tonight that this show has been very, uh, very therapeutic for the three of us in coming to terms with what has happened. But, uh, yeah. We've, we've had some candid comments. I encourage you to perhaps look into our back episodes at some point. <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, it was a, uh, it, it's been a therapeutic. Well, I was, uh, Robert, uh, Robert Reich, uh, actually talked about, like, there are those who are out there who are still blindly supporting Trump. Then there are those who are just, who are out there just fighting the fight. They're, they're, they, you know, they're out there every day on social media talking about what a horrible mistake this was. And uh, then there are those who just went, we, we went numb, like literally in shock. And you just don't even know what to do anymore. You know, yeah, like, the, after about three, like November 12th or so, and granted, I was, we were, my wife and I were going, my wife, uh, we're going through uh, medical stuff. So I had to kind of just shut the whole thing off and I was just numb for a month about it. And now that the electoral college has voted, I'm like mad again. Because, like, it's, why, why, how, why, how? And you'll never convince me. And I, I, and I live, uh, I live uh, in the great county of Wayne County, Michigan. And, uh, oops, 87 <laughs> of our, 87 of our internet-based voting machines, just who work, that works fine in the morning, mysteriously shut down and just didn't work. 90,000 ballots in Wayne County were not counted. Oh, well. <laughs> Hey, so, and and, uh, and those ninety thousand ballots, even if we assume half of them um, voted for, uh, like only half of them voted for Hillary. If it was a fifty-fifty split, uh, Hillary would have won Michigan by about fifteen thousand votes. So there's that. Um, Here we go. <laughs> so uh, it's, you'll you'll never convince me that um, that Pennsylvania, Florida, and Michigan. We're not directly cyber influenced uh, via cyberspace because every time, every time a significant chunk of votes came in for Hillary, an equal number basically would come in for Donald Trump from counties that had record turnouts. It doesn't make you'll never I I you'll never convince me that that it wasn't this election wasn't stolen. And then I've got people that I know claiming like, well, if you take New York and uh, if you take New York City and L.A. County out, then the popular vote. Well, that's 15 percent of the fucking population, you dumb dumb. What are we supposed to do? Just ignore them because they live places you don't like. If we could do that, there'd never be a Republican president again, because I don't like people who live in the woods. How about that? <laughs> How about that? I don't like where you live. How about that? <laughs> I uh <laughs> I it's true. I uh you know it's uh what I was gonna bring up because um, I didn't bring this up to uh incite great wrath and furious anger. <laughs> uh but it does, it does. If you if you care at all about how uh this country works, you should you should be angry and you should be questioning. That's the idea. But anyway, uh the history channel 
today uh, put out this little thing, this little info pic. I, mean, I don't want to call it a meme, but, you know, a picture. And um, they they were just like, this was the first big election heavily influenced by outside foreign forces. Yeah. And uh, the Trump supporters came out, and they were just like, well, guess that. <laughs> That's how all they, they all talk, too, by the way. Well... Uh-oh. I guess oh, I'll... Yosemite Sam impression. <laughs> I'm all done with the History Channel. It used to be a good channel, and now you start spouting this malarkey. Nate, Nate, I, I've got to let you know that uh, uh, Kabuki Chase Murdy has joined us on the Facebook Live. Oh, man, oh, classic. Kabuki. Yay, big ups to Kabuki. Uh, we miss. Let me see. I have Lydia and Cecily and everybody else who's also joined. Yes. Yeah. By all watching. over, all over, just uh, people this watching. This is my. Over. Those watching, this is my podcast, or this is my friend Nate's podcast, funniest guy at work. It's, I do it every week. It's you know, I'm just you know. Done. This is Nate's brainchild. <laughs> he puts the thing on. I am. I am the no integral idea. part. The show, but uh, yeah, the uh, so the history channel just like all of these people came out, and it was funny because you know they have been critical of uh, Barack Obama and some of their documentaries oh, yeah. and things, and then uh, but it's just like very thin skinned, very thin skinned well, uh, is the, the Trump supporter, supporter. The history channel used to be history. Um, it used to be very, it used to be people in tweed jackets sitting in big leather armchairs, like, talking about real history. And it would be like, and we went to the Yale Library and, and, uh, searched through their, uh, very large selection of texts, uh, dating back to the Viking sagas. And then that's what it used to be. And now it's just like, hey, we see these pyramids, aliens built them, right? Right? <laughs> right? Aliens built them, huh? Because we can't. We certainly can't figure out how they built them, even even though we already have. We already have figured that out. We did it. It's science. We did that. Yeah, grain silos. And uh, they. Um, there was also. Uh, let's not forget Pawn Stars. Oh, Pawn Stars is. I. Mm. Like, Pawn Stars. I don't mind the show American Pickers. Because that's just like, they just, like, if you've never seen the show, it's these two dudes who are just like, I'm going to, we're going to go to a person's home, and they have a lot of stuff, and we're going to try to buy some of their stuff. Let's be honest, it's, I'm going to go to a 60-year-old hoarder's house. Yes. (laughs) I was trying uh, to be, I was trying to be nice, because I've been very mean for the past (laughs) ten minutes. It is, uh, it's always, it's, uh, like, it's usually they're greeted by a son or daughter who's about 20 to 30 years old and they're just like yeah i don't know how much you're actually going to be able to buy here today um and sometimes they're like and i didn't tell them you were coming hey dad yeah (laughs) and then they're just like plaintively please buy some of this garbage and get it away from us yeah and then uh, then, like They'll find two or three things in this giant pile of nonsense, and they'll be like, oh, cool, check this out. It's like a 1940 Texaco, like, tin sign. 
They're like, I'll, uh, for me, I really collect this stuff. It's great. I'll give you $200 for it. And then they'll be like, no, I need $8 million for it. <laughs> yeah. They all, they all sound like Stephen Avery's dad. Yeah, they do. Uh, <laughs> they, no, you, you can't have that. I, uh, I planned on making a lamp out of it later. <laughs> like every you, kind of, you kind of veered into Ventura at the end. Eh, potato, potato. All, all northern Midwest. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> just, uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, I need that tin sign to make hats. <laughs> I, you know, what I like is how, uh, I like how we 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 started out where we kind of liked the History Channel, and then uh, started yeah, deeply started. mocking. <laughs> One, oh, of yeah. its, no. one of its favorite, one of its 20, top 20 shows. years ago, the History Channel was dope. I was so happy. We uh, we got the History Channel and the Sci-Fi Channel the same day when I was 15 years old. And I was ecstatic. I was so happy. You uh, you called in sick uh, for school. <laughs> and uh, you, you held a thermometer against the light bulb. You had a fever yep. oh, of 300. I had a fever of 170 <laughs> degrees. Yep, you're like, I better stay home. And be watched. My brains are leaking out of my ears. And uh, at that day, at that time, so on sci-fi, when it was still sci-fi, you watched like Kolchak, The Night Stalker. Yep. And, uh, and then, yeah, you watched like, uh, like, Let's Talk About Rome on the History Channel. Yeah, <laughs> it, was like, it was great. And then... And then Sci-Fi Channel got uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 in 1997. I've been watching MST3K there lately, Dino. And uh, uh, several episodes back, you recommended watching it again. And I did. I watched an episode you recommended, actually. And it was actually very funny. So, but I, uh, Was it Space Mutiny? That's usually the one I tell people to refresh themselves with. Space Mutiny. Yeah, that was – it was so, like, MST3K, right? Like, mm. the, show, the movie was so bad. But the commentary was so good; it was a lot of fun yes. to watch. Yeah. That's it's, a big yeah, one. If, uh, it, yeah, it's it's great. It's uh, probably my second favorite television show ever, uh, right behind, as I'm sure we'll get to Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> <laughs> we'll mention that a little later on. Now, uh, you know, speaking of sci-fi, though, uh, Ed, uh, now you recently uh, got into the Rick and Morty. I did, I did. It is an extremely funny cartoon. Now, you posted on Facebook that your favorite episode was the episode that you said was almost too much to handle on your first viewing. <laughs> well, yes, I was under the influence of certain recreational drugs. Alcohol. See, I was skirting yeah, well, yeah, We are I was... live to everyone. <laughs> yeah, I was... Uh, so I'm watching Rick and Morty, and I'm chewing on Cat's adrenal glands. Um, <laughs> what? How this? But yeah, it was a really intense episode, but it was so good. It's like I, I had to watch it again, and it was just, it's a phenomenal episode. I love it. It is, it is probably my favorite episode because I do love uh, nonsense characters. Yeah. Yeah. And that one is chock full of them. That is, uh, that is a, you know, it is basically like, just like a Conan, a 90s Conan fever dream. 
because of all yeah. the weird yep. uh, characters. I, uh, I, I've only seen three episodes of that show, and that's one of them. I, that's I had that exact thought. I was like, this is like once a quarter when Conan O'Brien would be like, here's all the characters we thought were too stupid to use. Yep. <laughs> uh, friend of the show. Isn't Justin that right, Cactus Chef? Orlando Gelsinger has joined us. Justin Gelsinger has joined us, and he is requesting us to send in nudes. I don't think he understands what's going on. <laughs> it's, he wrote it in all caps, didn't he? No, actually. No, he didn't, actually. I'm also, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the video. Right. Uh, but, um, I gotta turn that off. That's I'll get distracted. Yeah. Uh, I'll be like, oh, I'm reading these hilarious bards. Look <laughs> <laughs> um, all these wiki fun <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Stantler and Waldorf joined. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, that is, I, I, I was thinking about it, and that's probably my favorite episode. Uh, it because it's just so not it's it's got so much one note stuff in it. I mean, they even do make the reference in it that they are they are basically '90s Conan with Hammerai, the yep. samurai covered in ham. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so it is uh, <laughs> just ridiculous. But I like how they all they got implanted where they all have adventures, and that's like how the uh, the virus gains its strength is that it literally gives you fake adventures and lets you think you've had a full life which is i think a uh <laughs> an interesting that's, that, that's just a metaphor for video games man <laughs> what Not really this is just holding up here to society <laughs> I will say, I think I'm not the only person on Earth who sometimes is just like, God damn it, if this was Grand Theft Auto, I'd be home by now. <laughs> I would have driven through so many yards. That I, there isn't a day that goes by for me where I'm like, I want to shoot that person with a crossbow. <laughs> Don't chase me, bro. Uh, Alright, so um, we talked about, that was, uh, that was the big thing I wanted to talk about, is... Um, Donald Trump is president for real for now until he ends up getting impeached. Although, honestly, at this point, I mean, he, there's audio recordings of him talking about how awesome sexual assault is. He uh, defrauded people through uh, his phony baloney university. Um, Trump states gave people diarrhea. I made that last part up. But... Uh, you know, they're just like every. It's like all this bad stuff comes out, but he literally he's a he's a Teflon Don, man. Like if you if you were to try to impeach him, they'd wind up like and like we'd end up with a stamp with him on it. You know what I mean? It would just be like at I, this point. I don't know, man. I think it's gonna be. It, it's not gonna take a whole lot with the cabinet he's put together to really. If someone someone can probably stick it to him, good. If they're not very, very, very careful. So the so Donald Trump's doing the State of the Union, and suddenly the lights go out, and you hear a gong, and Hillary, and then the lights come back on, and Hillary Clinton is behind him, <laughs> and serves him a subpoena, and she is sued, and uh, that's uh, and choke then, slams him through the podium, and then choke slams him through a podium, and or uh, power bombs him through a desk. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I wish. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> but again, 
highest rated, most watched State of the Union address in the history of time. He would still win. That's what I'm saying. It's like, even when he loses, he wins. That's what makes him a. Be- that's what makes him such a great villain. Is that he never, he never gets his comeuppance. You know, it's like, oh, you can't do that. But you know, get out of here. So that's uh, that's <laughs> that's uh, that's our Trump takes uh, for this week's show. Enjoy this for the next four years. Trump takes. Yeah. Well, two and a half. And. Uh, <laughs> The, We're just three guys trying to make sense of it all. <laughs> just trying to trying to make sense of this goofy, just our own unique take on it. Goofy, yeah, crazy this, uh, this brave new world we live in. Yep. Yeah, you know, like when how, I'm sure what it's like when the empire really took off. Yeah. You know. Yep. Speaking of that, um, I did I did go see Rogue One uh, yes. last week. Yes. Um, now you're not going to give any spoilers. No, um, I will say as a giant Star Wars nerd um, who has actual honest to God Star Wars tattoos on his body, uh, I will say that it is probably my fourth favorite Star Wars movie behind the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. I liked it better than The Force Awakens, um, even though I think they glossed over some key stuff in reshoots, and you can tell what the reshoots did. Uh, and I don't think it made a ton of sense, and I'm not sure why they did it, and it's still better than The Force Awakens, I think. Mm. Wow. That's so, hot and, uh, and And be prepared if you are uh, an original trilogy fan. There's a few, there's two very jarring things that happen that will, if you let them take you out of the movie, don't let them, because it, it still kind of works. And then there's one thing at the end of the movie that is the most badass thing in a Star Wars movie ever. It's it's it was total fan service, but it made my inner 11-year-old fanboy's heart sing. Well, I heard it here first. That, that, there it is, man. Uh Brandon is like probably our, our biggest Star Wars fan. So, uh you know, he you know, you actually when uh Force Awakens Yeah, it's came, um to give perspective, didn't you uh you went and saw like all of them, right? Yes. I, well, we didn't see all of them because that started that started at 11 p.m. the follow the uh, the previous day. Um, so we went at 10 a.m. and saw, I'm sorry, 9 a.m. and we saw episodes four, five, six, and seven all in a row. Hmm. Yeah. See, that's uh, that's dedication, man. I have not yet. Yeah, and I, I had to drive 70 miles to do that too, and I did it. Damn. <laughs> Proudly. I have not yet seen the movie, but I am currently reading the prequel novel Catalyst, and it is actually quite good. It's not really good. It's not bad. It's decent. It's a nice beach read, you know. <laughs> I I'm I'm waiting to see uh, Rogue One on my birthday, January 9th. Yep. Send gifts. <laughs> yep. Hey, send you gifts. can do. Uh, you can actually give somebody just a gift card over Facebook. You ever get that where they're just like, "Hey, it's Mark from Accounting's birthday. Why don't you send him a Starbucks card?" It's like, <laughs> I, I I pity friended Mark Facebook. I'm not going yeah. to be sending him. Oh, I shouldn't actually use the Marcus. I forgot it's the new. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's our new generic name. The new generic name is Marcus. Marcus. 
as revealed in uh, the upcoming episode, Malice in the Palace, uh, which will be hitting the SoundCloud airwaves uh, here uh, later tonight. So, uh, but this episode that you're watching won't be on SoundCloud until next week. How's that for yeah, and, uh, a fourth-dimensional <laughs> mind freak? Yeah, that's... <laughs> How's that for some temporal shifts? <laughs> um, so we're uh, tentatively this episode, and we'll get to it later. Uh, it's going to be called um, Everybody's Butt Cheeks, and you'll see why. Um, well, well. <laughs> no, you won't. You will not. We talked about, we talked about it in pre-production. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, yeah. Uh, I, think, I think we were going to call it Ed Moons the Camera. And, uh, we that's not, not what I understood. That, I understood we were calling it Everybody's Butt Cheeks. And I was just going to drop I, I, proud, I, I, even though you can't see mine. <laughs> I thought, uh, yeah. Now, uh, folks who are listening. If Oddly can... enough, there's seven of them. There's seven butt cheeks between the three of us. Seven. seven. You do the math. <laughs> and uh, if you if you can all type seven right now, <laughs> Ed will do the rest of the show shirtless. Everybody just seven, seven. The more sevens you post. The more likely it's going to happen. So we'll check that. We'll check back on that in a little bit. Is Um, is, is that is is that you finally revolutionizing podcasting? Yeah. God, I hope not. Bringing it in with podcasting and hardcore nudity. Hey, whatever puts butts in the seats. Time to put the boy back in Chef Boyardee. (laughs) That's Al Pacino. That's the story of how I got kicked off of Facebook. <laughs> Yikes! Uh, uh, hello, I'm Mark Zuckerberg, and I'm being played by uh, what's his name, Mark McKinney. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mark Zuckerberg, and I don't like it at all. Um, but hey, let's real quick, because uh, I know uh, the listeners, uh, our temporal listeners, are. Uh, uh, anxious to to figure it out to 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 see the game in action live. Um, <laughs> yes, you're to see a tradition here on the show live. Yeah, yeah, not, no, no, no special effects. This is unfiltered. Uh, but we're, yeah, we uh, we made a concerted effort to go back to practical effects after our CGI disasters last year. <laughs> uh, we are of course talking about uh, the multiverses, the number one party game. Hey, watch a drinking. The rules for Hey, Watch a Drinking are simple. You go around the room, you ask everybody what they're drinking. Game is perfect. Kids of ages 1 to 92. Kids under 1 and above 92 are ineligible. And as previously established, you must have the capacity to speak and to drink. Can't do those things, you can't play. We cleared up the official rules for the tournament yep. level play. Well, you know, because we have so many, we have so many universes. Yeah. Yep. We have to make sure that everybody, you know, the the rules are the rules. So. Yeah. Every uh, yeah, it does doesn't matter if you're Altarian or Gleepclop or human, yep. as long as you can speak and drink, we're good. Yep. Yep. Welcome. Everybody's welcome. And uh, so, you know, we're gonna kick this off with um, the man who's live on camera right now. We're talking to Gimblet. Giblet, hey, what you drinking? Hey, I am drinking a little uh, 
Which throne that I picked up on the way home. Yeah, the throne. I, Ooh, uh, fancy. Oh, God, I love Patron. I like my I my finances hate Patron, but my mouth loves it. <laughs> it is uh it is so clear and so crisp and so good and uh I'm drinking it and I've got for a little chaser the old the old man himself, Mountain Dew. <laughs> the old man. Okay. Uh, hey, so like called him the old man. Time time out for a Schlitz beer. Um <laughs> You're you're drinking some top shelf like real good hooch, and you're washing it down with Mountain Dew. I don't need to wash it down with Mountain Dew. I just happen to be drinking Mountain Dew. Because uh, I was gonna say, please don't mix that. Because you're not in college. Don't don't do that. Oh yeah. No, you do not... what you want, Boo Boo. You do no. you. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I'm not trying to yuck any yums, but um... <laughs> we've got we've got some thoughts on this. We've got some solid thoughts on this. But uh, that's what I'm drinking. So uh, I'm going to throw it over to Dino. Dino, what are you drinking? Um, well, if anybody uh, – and again, we're going to have to invoke some temporal fun here. Uh, if you listen to next week's show, uh, I got just train wreck drunk last week on the show. So I'm not uh, drinking a ton tonight, uh, but I did enjoy it because I'm an old, old, old man. Um, during pre-show and uh, the, the run-up into the program, I enjoyed a nice decaffeinated coffee and Bailey's. <laughs> uh, and now I'm now I'm drinking water. Uh, mm. So I'm, uh, in conclusion, a boring old man. It's not always booze, people. It's not always booze. Yeah, it, it, more, more often than not, it is booze, but uh, I got real dumb last week. Like, just real stupid. So I need to take a break from that. Um and uh, just uh, drink some water and, and like, nourish my body uh, so that I do not – like, I, it occurred to me today that this big glass of water I'm drinking now was the first glass of water I've had today, which is real bad. I'm, I'm, I, I'm too old to do that. I can't do that. Um, so well, you know, my, I... lumbar, my, my lumbago's acting up, so uh, we'll throw it over since I'm old, and uh, we'll throw it over to Nate. Hey, Nate, what you drinking? Oh, thanks for asking. Uh, I am, of course, drinking um, grape-flavored water. When you need something to keep your throat wet, but you're not drinking hooch because someone's got to keep the show on the rails. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you. Nate, uh, Nate very good-naturedly uh, takes one for the team damn near every week in that regard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I've had I have had a couple episodes where I've had beer this season, but I mean, uh, if you go back, actually, I don't think you can anymore. You might actually have to go to Podbean itself. Um, but if you go back to our Podbean feed, uh, the FGW page, and there are some episodes that are like three hours long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because and we all get bullshit-faced and will not shut our mouths. <laughs> and, and the thing of it was is that a lot of it was funny. <laughs> so I wasn't sure what to cut. So that's why they'd be split into two um, episodes. And even in the episode, there would be a commercial, at least one commercial break. So, uh, I mean, it was just very long. And so now I'm like... Uh, one of us has to stay sober sometimes so we can, uh, uh, we can yeah, try we'll, to uh, just really long. 
We should designate one show, like next year in the near future, where uh, we can all three just get it. just Yahoo. Just uh, fucking shot fast. Hey, if this, if this Facebook thing works out, I mean, it does all the work for us, you know? That's true. Right. That's right. That's right. It does all the work for us. Listen live, live and local. Funny sketch. Lauren had a delightful passion fruit sour this afternoon. That sounds very Ooh, good. That sounds tasty. Oh, wait, what? What? Who was that? Who did that? That, that was Lauren, the uh, the New Zealander. The New Zealander. Now, right now, it's uh, is it the dog days of summer down in New Zealand? Am I right? Am I right on that? Lauren, is it the dog days of summer? In New Zealand right now, well, I'll let you know when she responds. Yeah, when she responds, obviously, but uh, yeah, because if uh, I believe Yahoo Serious uh, pointed out that uh, when it's winter here, it's summer there, and when it's summer there, it's winter here. Yahoo uh, Serious. Yeah, Yahoo Serious for uh, Young Einstein, uh, and that's it. It is heading into summer indeed. She responds. How fun, huh? Look at that. Now, don't you <laughs> wish you would have kept this? WGBH instead of uh, shit canning with all the swears that we do. Yeah, but it is terribly overcast and windy today. Yeah, well, you know it's springtime then. It's springtime weather. That's a good. That's a good spring. You know, day or cloudy. That's wild, man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there you go. A little peek. That shows. That's proof that we actually are around the world. We are. We're around. It's not. And it's not just bots. Not tonight. Not, anyway. not, not tonight. Not tonight. And uh, but you know, hey, let's not uh, let's not diss the bots when the robotic ones take over. Uh, yep. Yep. I want to stay in their good graces in case the singularity is right around the corner. Yep. So, he's got a hustle, even bots, man. Now, uh, speaking of bots, this is something else I want to talk about. Uh, have you seen? Are we finally going to talk? Are we finally going to do that Transformers forty-minute chunk I've been asking for? <laughs> not this week. <laughs> But it's coming because I'm just uh, gonna name every Transformer I know. <laughs> what Up a great sky, episode! Beachcomber, Cliffjumper. Uh, my favorite was Jazz, uh, voiced by uh, Hong Kong Fu himself, Scatman Carruthers. Uh, he's kind of the roadblock of the Transformers team. A lot of rhyming. I now see. I always thought of Ironhide as the roadblock. Here we go. Here we go. There's enough electricity jazz, to fly, fly an jazz, jazz would be more like the, uh, oh, man. Not necessarily the snake eyes, but. Oof, definitely not snake eyes. Because Optimus Prime is Duke, right? No, yeah. He's or would Duke. Optimus Prime be Flint? No, he's he's more Duke. He's the, the yeah, maybe more Flint. Maybe more. All right, I suckered you guys into the Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, out of my face. No, no. I've got to get my thing. All right, so now you're familiar uh, with the Google machine and the Amazon machine that are kind of like a, like an advanced Surrey, right? You yeah, know? Alexa. Alexa, yeah. Now, in uh, hold on to your hat, Japan, they've uh, created a new one that's going to be coming out 2018 that has a living hologram when I say living uh, I'm pretty close it actually has a hologram in it and it's for lonely businessmen as if I needed to preface that 
and uh, you can text it, and it would text back to you. It's it's a, it's, a, it's AI, and uh, but it also does the same stuff with the uh, you know turn on my lights, uh, you know like hey what was the name of the bad guy in the Fall Guy? You know it's uh, it's a very uh, it's but it's a, it's got the hologram base, so it's getting more and more people. I think. I think smart homes for me right now are like the number one thing that I would love to have if they were free, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like they look really awesome, but there's no way I would spend a cent on it. Like I would love I to have it. I, I am, I am 100% in agreement about not wanting to spend a cent on it, but it does, some of it does look pretty cool, look but so then cool. I'd like, I, I would worry about somebody I don't know. Like, it's probably not even possible, but like hacking my entire house. So that, like, when I open my fridge to look in it to get milk or whatever, a pie hits me in the face somehow. <laughs> like, I just worry it would turn into a Tex Avery House of the Future situation. That is a fear. That's what that's, I. That's what I explained to my concern to my wife. Because if it did that, then my mother-in-law could never move in if she moved to. <laughs> she would be murdered. That's which is. I'm really sorry, Facebook Live, for that joke because I think maybe only me and Nate got it. <laughs> yeah. Tex Avery, Tex Avery, or at least the writers of the Tex Avery cartoon always made like the most horrible mother-in-law jokes. They were all like, "Here's the medicine cabinet for the mother-in-law," and you open it up, and what's it was in there? Full of poison. <laughs> just, just one big bottle. Just jammed full of poison, <laughs> and uh, so that's that's that was the comedy then. But uh, all right, so uh, but yeah, so I I think uh, the smart house, I uh, I am a big fan, except I want to make sure that it can't turn evil on me. Yes, that's all. That's all I want. Like if I could, <laughs> like hey. Come on down to, you know, Electronics Warehouse. We have a guarantee that our smart houses aren't evil. <laughs> like, oh, I just, I don't want to wake up one morning and be like, ah, oh, ah, oh, Mechanico, can you turn down the heat? I'm afraid I can't do that, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you, you tear, like, the, the box or the host or whatever it is, you, like, rip it open and there's nothing inside. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for that nightmare tonight. And also for your B script for uh, Steven Spielberg's Amazing Stories. <laughs> I see, like, I, I would be scared of a, of a smart house and having people over because then it would be like, Brandon, it's 8.30 again. Do you want to watch Bloodsport like you always do at this time? <laughs> uh, Bloodsport, at least people like that. <laughs> like, I'm, I was just trying to—I was just trying to pick a movie that's dumb that I've watched a million times that would be slightly embarrassing. Yeah, it's like you know, like if you would. you like a... to watch Predator Two for the eighth time this week? Brandon, <laughs> would you like to watch On Golden Pond, curled up under your favorite comforter, fresh out of the dryer? What's like, wrong with On Golden Pond? Boo! It's a good movie. No, <laughs> I don't watch. I have a strict rule. No sad movies. No, no sad movies ever? No sad movies ever. No sad wow. movies, no scary movies. I don't want to be scared, and I don't want to cry. I want to laugh or scared. cheer. That what about movies with profoundly sad moments in them, like Up? Yeah, that was pushing it. 
Started pushing it. Started pushing it. The first the first five minutes of that movie will prove that you are human. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that is the uh, the uh, test. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, what is going on here? And then it's like, hey, I'm a fat, I'm a lonely fat kid Boy Scout. And like, oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, I'm just, I am, an, I, I think the smart, like, I. I even have a hard time wanting a programmable thermostat in my house. Like, I'm just, like, that afraid something will go wrong. I'm not, like, to the point where I think that someone will hack it. Like, uh, your uh, local affiliate TV station would believe, would lead you to believe through yeah. uh, their teasers during Family Guy. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is your house safe? Find out at 10. Oh, <laughs> I gotta get through home of the show. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I, I think that's, I, I just, it's one of those, it, like, that's where I'm the old man. I'm like, I've got a turnstile, uh, thermostat in my, uh, in my house, and that's the way it's wow. gonna be. Now, <laughs> like, I, I've always fancied myself the Luddite of the program. And like an, an old fashioned, an old fashioned like metal strip dial thermostat is that's that that's like the Stone Age even for me. <laughs> oh yeah, it's good. it's the it's the plastic dome one. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, does does it have like the like is it in like a box with a hatch on it with a key with a lock and key <laughs> that only you have a note <laughs> under it that says "Don't touch, Dad." <laughs> Actually, uh, if anybody in my house. I had would do that. That would be uh, my my lovely bride. She would be uh, she's your bride. Yeah, she will. She if she it's up to her. She's like, I want to make sure that it's a meat locker at night. If you can feel your fingers, the heat's on too high at night. <laughs> uh, I like, I'm 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 the same way. Like I, I do have the uh, the old programmable, and uh, I it is it is set for uh, not near as warm at night as it is during the daytimes. She's like, put on more blankets. Put on more blankets. Like you know what, blankets aren't magic. Okay. <laughs> look, look. I like to sleep. I like to sleep completely in the buff with eight bags of ice on me. That's just how I do it. So I need the heat up. <laughs> Hey, I'm sorry. I I am uh, I'm a person who like I don't I don't want it ever to be hotter than 80 degrees in my house, but I never want it to be colder than 79.9 degrees. In my house. <laughs> it's got yeah. You gotta you, it's it's a tough pocket to get into. But once you're in the pocket, once, it, once I'm in there, don't go messing with things. Yeah, I just want. I just want to cover myself in eight bags of ice and eat a quart of ice cream before bed and then feel perfectly comfortable, okay? That's all I want. I'll, I'll tell you, uh, right after we moved in here, uh, my youngest son did not understand what a thermostat was because they've always, they were, it was always high. Like at our other, yeah. you know, this one is like, like a British low, like a low doorknob huh. on a British door. It's just like at his perfect level. And so it was summertime, and he cranked it all the way to the highest to the highest number, which was like a oh, gajillion. Lord, yeah. And so, like, 
I'm moving. We're still like moving in. Like I was, I think I was bringing in boxes or something, and I was like, man, God, what am I like? Am I dehydrated or something? I was like, it feels like it's thirty bajillion degrees in this room. You know, <laughs> it's just like I'm just like sweating buckets, carrying in the smallest boxes. You know, I carried in our beds, our chairs, and everything. But I'm like, I got like a box that says like silverware, and I'm like, ooh, ooh. And uh, finally, when I walked by the heating vent, I got hit with the, the hot air. And I'm like, no! <laughs> and then, you, you, then, then your Midwestern dad reflexes just kicked into high gear. Who touched the thermostat? <laughs> I did. I, I was like, you don't touch that. You stop paying the bill, you can touch the thermostat. And, and you turned into Fred. I, and I turned into Fred. Hey, last time I checked, I'm not heating the whole neighborhood. I gotta go down to the water buffalo lodge now. <laughs> yeah, the girls think I'm in a prayer meeting. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, oh, man. Hot, hot reference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so, let's see. What are we at now? Are we, uh, we're just a hair under an hour. Yeah. All right. So, uh, this week, I think, uh, now I have exhausted my topic of, uh, Donald Trump and future houses. (laughs) Uh, Brandino, you brought us in with, uh, some talk of the rogue one. Yes. uh, Now I, now I understand it's, it's a, it's a darker story. Yeah. You know, it's very a, much. It's a, it's uh, it is. It is. Uh, in my estimation, it's it's like the Dirty Dozen meets the Guns of the Navarone, but in a Star War in the Star Wars universe. Right. So this would be like the DS Nine. Yeah. Uh, of of the Star Wars yep. universe that we've been. Well, yes. About. Yeah. I think we talked about that. Either uh, I think we talked about that on Wild Rice, which will be we later do a SoundCloud feed. Uh, here this uh, this evening, so along with Nava Camp Palace, um, but you know what? Uh, so now, uh, so we we talked about the rogue. I, I'm anxious to see it. I really, I am. I've uh, it sounds it sounds pretty great now that I find out that it's a little more dark. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a war movie. It is for sure. It, the emphasis on war in Star Wars is heavy. Nice. Because uh, I didn't like the one where it was just a bunch of um, 80s B-listers, uh, which was just the emphasis on stars. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> they all go to an island. Yeah, or, and, uh, yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> the, or the, uh, the, the never aired but produced uh, Circus of the Star Wars, which was, you know, Mon Mothma in a dirt bike riding in like a ball. And uh, that'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I ever remember from Circus of the Stars that I watched one time was Sherman Helmsley doing that exact thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I miss. Uh, God, I wish I would have been in the picture in that. Uh, for oh, that man. series, because like that. Now that guy was a master pitchman because it's like, yep. here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take TV stars and we're gonna teach them some circus tricks, and then people will watch it. And like the the head of programming was just like, yes, <laughs> like there's I don't understand like nobody said what about the legit danger 
Yeah. Because, <laughs> yep. I mean, they were doing, like, trapeze work and tightrope and motorcycle stunts. And, I mean, they were doing things that you were cool and neat to see. But it's like, at the end of the day, you're still Gavin yeah. McLeod. Yeah. You know? yeah, Sherman Helmsley ain't got no business riding a dirt bike in, in the ball. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Uh, right. That guy was just riding a dirt bike in the ball, man. Uh, <laughs> now, see, Matt Hahn says that his house is uh, automated and it's pretty handy. Well, <laughs> yeah, until the revolution. <laughs> so that's how it always starts. Ooh and ah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's drumming. Scientists were so concerned about whether or not you could. They didn't think whether or not you should. Are there any dinosaurs on this trip? <laughs> they, uh, that that is probably it's one of my favorite movies because I just I never understood why he dressed like an eighties punk. <laughs> it was just, just a lot of character to a relatively small part, you know. Yeah, it was just like it was like, uh, all right, what we're gonna do is uh, your character used to be in the Stray Cats. And then decided to become a scientist. <laughs> like that's that's your your bit. But uh, all right. So all right. I keep I keep saying but like I'm gonna leave this somewhere. But Ed, uh, do you have anything for us? You brought us. Uh, you you've created this temporal shift. I have. I've uh, I've opened a hole in the space time continuum with so. this Facebook Live show that is what two weeks in advance. A week. One week. It would, so yeah, I know I've I've uh, I've created some madness here. Paul, yeah, yeah, and wildly. actually, like Scott Bakula just like appeared in my kitchen. Uh, yeah. and he's trying to correct something we're doing, which well, we need to. You know. Yeah, we need to figure out why Scott Bakula is in my kitchen trying to correct us, and also why is he actually his character from the show Quantum Leap? <laughs> Oh, oh, um, okay, okay, okay. He said he is not Dr. Sam Beckett, but that the show Quantum Leap was based on his own life, himself, <laughs> Scott Beckett. I'm sorry, was that a, I, I can't hear you over this TARDIS. Yeah, that's, um, I was just about to ask, is that the TARDIS? So now the Doctor and Scott Bakula are here, trying to correct our time mistake. Oh, this is from all fun. Great Scott! I just have Rick Morty in my head in that damn episode. <laughs> Woman up, dub! Get Swifty! <laughs> Get Swifty! It's not the same episode, but. I'm Tony Rick! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Help me! I'm dying! <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, oh yeah, um. I don't. What I, what I have is uh, a recommendation, you know, if we want to transition into and, like and move into the descent. Check it out, yeah. Check the it out. Future's forsaken. Time has run out for mankind. That's, that's right. Yep. I had kind of a crazy recommendation. Uh, this is a mobile game. It is uh, already, I believe, Pocket Tactics named it the game of the year for 2016. Here we go. The Angry it Birds. Is, what? No, it is Clash. Royale, Clash Royale. 
I've been spending all day playing it today. Or yeah. as we call it in America, quarter pound clash. <laughs> but it's this wild game. It's kind of it's kind of like deck building, but it's also got this like almost game show like franticness to it, where like you're just you're throwing units out on a field, and you've got like a deck of cards that you pull the units off of, and like it's just it's silly, and but it's deep at the same time, and it's a lot of fun, and I highly recommend it. It's free to play. It does have the whole, like, in-app purchase whatnots, but, you know, you just try and not fall for that shit. But I know a lot of people fall for that shit. I know that uh, – I read the other day that some guy was embezzling a company for about $11 million over seven years or something, and he sunk over $1 million of that in, in uh, what was it, Castle Age, I think it was. Sheepers, creepers. <laughs> oh, oh, language. All in-app, like, I'm like, damn, man, damn, that's cold. <laughs> um, anyway, I, uh, I want to just take a step back here, because, man, that guy's, that guy's castle, it's got to be pretty fuck, fuck, fucking tense, dude. I mean, a million yeah, bucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. People are just like, how much is it? How much is it? How much is it? <laughs> He's got... He's got future weapons. <laughs> how, how did he get here? Some of the stuff isn't even out yet. Uh, that's a uh, that's Weasley guy who uh, plays. Yeah. Oh, what's even going on? He has like a cast. He's got like a like a group of people, like twelve people, and like their job for eight hours is just to open all the chests that he purchased or, or whatever. <laughs> Like those people who you can hire in yeah. uh, Japan to play uh, World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like all you gotta do is just keep accepting your rewards from the chest. <laughs> just keep killing these wolves. Yeah. <laughs> keep killing wolves and mining gold. <laughs> Call me when I'm level three hundred. So, so Nate, what do you got for us to check out? Um. Well, I honestly uh, this week I wound up. Uh, this week, because we're so far into it. But, uh, it, I wound up on a weird nostalgia trip for some reason. As I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty uh, nostalgic when it comes to TV anyway. But, on a whim, I looked up, um, uh, Bob Hope clips. I even posted one to, uh, Dino's wall. It was an old Oh, and it was, glor- it was glorious. Oh, man. It is, uh... It was just it was 1990s Bob Hope and it was just full of just hokey safe humor. Yeah, and it, but he's like trying really hard to like make references oh, yeah. and like try to stay sort of current a little bit, but like not doing great at it. It's it's uh, fascinating to watch. <laughs> it was a, uh, I mean, but everybody was lapping it up. Man. The guy was just oh like, yeah. Mad pops, like Bob, <laughs> like he might as well have been just like, hey, uh, suddenly I got a sharp pain in my shoulder and uh, <laughs> and I'm all tingly on one side of my body, and everybody would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm really serious. If you could all just uh, uh, get the alert of the uh, of the studio doctor or emergency technician. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's 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 a timely. Oh, first of all, I would like to pat myself on the back. That was probably my best Bob Hope ever. That was yeah, though no, that was that was stellar. <laughs> I was uh, um, my my favorite thing. Like I, I really like old you know buddy comedies from the forties, basically. No. And thirties, you know your uh, your your Laurel and Hardys, uh, your your Abbott and Costellos. I, but I love Bing Crosby and Bob Hope movies so much because Bob Hope does this great thing in every movie where he's this overconfident asshole right up until the very second he's pressed about something, and it's just it's so great to watch. It's like like if you like the Woody Allen type characters from Woody Allen's funny movies. Where he like talks a ton of shit, and then he's just like, "Oh boy, I hope I wasn't out of line with uh, with that crack about you, bud." Like <laughs> that's Bob Hope invented that. Yeah, it was he was so good at it, and uh, like it, just check out Bing Crosby and Bob Hope's Road to Whatever movies. Yeah, um, they're great. Morocco, they're great. Morocco is the uh, the the marquee. Uh, yeah, but... I actually like Road to Yukon slightly better. Road to Yukon is good. What is it? Road to China? Uh, Road to Valley. Road to Valley, yeah. There's Because uh, that one, I think it's a little, a little sign of the times, if you will. Yeah, well, that, like, them going to warm places was just an excuse to put Dorothy L'Amour in a, in a, in a shorter sarong. Yeah, <laughs> shorter sarong. Uh, but yeah, great stuff. A lot of improvising between the three of them. I'm like, yeah. Hey, welcome back to Nate and Brando's American movie classics. Uh, but no, uh, the reason uh, I bring that up is because uh, so I, I I was watching that monologue. I sent over to Dino, and they uh, you know as YouTube does, they're like, hey, maybe I'd like to check this out, maybe. And uh, it was Bob Hope on the Dick Cavett show, oh, and man. it was split up into like four parts, and I watched it, and it was great because. Um, well, first of all, Dick Cavett was like the the Bob Ross of interviewers, just like a very calm guy who just kind of like went along with everything ever. Yep. Just you know, he didn't try to take over the show. He didn't make him play any crazy games. But man, he could get people to just like spill their life story just by just just from his demeanor. You know, he was and generally like for happy to have this person on his show and for for whatever reason he could get guests no one else could get oh yeah yeah like he would get like you know like the same show it would have like tom waits and then like leaf garrett sitting next to each other you know yeah like like, (laughs) and everything would be fine he had this one show um that i looked up on youtube uh, where he had Salvador Dali on the show, like the the weird painter, yeah, Salvador Dali, and the guest before Salvador Dali was uh, famous for being on game shows in the fifties. Her name was Kitty Carlisle. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. And, and she, I, so he interviews Kitty Carlisle, and then Salvador Dali comes out carrying a fucking ant eater, <laughs> like a big one, yeah, just dumps it in Kitty Carlisle's lap and sits down and starts talking to Dick Cavett. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's, Look that up on YouTube. It's great. I, I mean, that's just, yeah, something to check out, and especially uh, in the wake of that Jerry Lewis interview 
Uh, oh, that's, that's making its way around the internet. Watch an actual brilliant interviewer because it's seamless. You don't realize this person's being interviewed. It just looks yeah. like a great conversation. It's just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, so my 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 recommendation for you, the internet audience, is to check out the Dick Cavett show. Oh, uh, that's fun. Uh, uh, what an odd thing to be able to request. So to suggest, uh, hey, you know what else you need to check out the Colgate Comedy Hour. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, so, uh, Dino, what do you have uh, for us? What should we peak in the week to come? Um, well, if you haven't already gotten down on it and uh, you're even tangentially interested in the Star Wars universe, definitely check Rogue One out. Uh, it was fabulous, and I really, really loved it. Um, but also, secondarily to that, um, in the spirit of what we talked about to open the show, I'm going to recommend that you check out uh, early 80s and or early 90s uh, reactionary punk music. Uh, specifically, you should check out the bands Bad Brains, uh, The Fugazi, and Propagandi. Nice, nice. I am only familiar with Bad Brains. That was uh, very fun to hear uh, new to me. Um, and I'm not even quite sure how come I know about Bad Brains. But, uh, <laughs> I uh, you know, I'm, I'm reasonably sure you know about Bad Brains uh, from a Patton Oswalt bit. That's probably it. <laughs> that's that's probably that's maybe that's where it came from. But uh, yeah. So all right. So yeah, I uh, I'm 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 just kind of feeling feeling real salty today about it. So check out some check out some revolutionary reactionary '80s and '90s punk bands. Feeling salty. Alright, so there you go. You got some uh, you got some games to check out, some music to check out, some shows to check out, some movies to check out. There's lots of things. There's a, there's a big wide world of pop culture out there. And we do our best to talk about the stuff we like. <laughs> that's uh, that's we go out on a limb and uh, yeah. and talk yep. about uh, things we enjoy about pop culture each and every week. Uh, so on behalf of the Great Brain Dino Dino, as we call him now, uh, Giblet, and myself. This is Nate saying, have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Uh, these are global jokes. I don't know. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. My jokes don't go over. I don't care. Everybody, I don't care. I don't. He does not care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't. He does not care. I don't care. I'm happy go lucky. Women call me plucky. I don't care. I don't care. I don't. He does not care. I don't care. Look out, Hank Mancini, here comes Zini Meeny. I don't care. One more time. No! I don't care. I don't. Shut up! I don't. We hate you, I don't care. We're gonna kill you. I don't care. Ming, ming, ming. Zoom, zoom, zoom. This is stupid!
making noises on the show. That's not right. Why do you do this to your father and I? Good night, ladies and gentlemen. You've been great. Thank you very much.